Welcome to Prose and Context, a podcast about life-giving teaching by the English Department at Lexington Christian Academy. Hello, my name's um, Rebecca LaFory, and um, I teach 7th, 8th, and 9th graders. I said in my first episode that one of the things I was most looking forward to with this podcast was being able to hear from um, student voices and being able to hear their own opinions. So I'm very fortunate today um, to be joined by um, some seventh graders and some eighth graders. And they're going to be telling um, you about two projects which they've been working on. Firstly, I'm here with my seventh graders, and they've been taking part in something called NaNoWriMo. And before we hear more about that, I'm just going to ask them to introduce themselves with their name, um, their favourite book, and a one-sentence summary of their NaNoWriMo story. Hi, my name is Noah, and my and my favourite book to read is The Ghoul Story. And my and a summary of my NaNoWriMo is basically about a girl who, you know, is having a lot of struggles in life and, like, she's trying to, you know, break free from that, you know, way of life. Uh, my name's Caleb. My favorite book to read is probably Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. And um, my story is about um, a character uh, going through school and therapy after, like, a traumatic event. My name is Nadia. Um, my favorite book to read is Lizzie Brighton, The Buckminster Boy by Gary Schmidt. And a one-sentence summary of my book is that it's a mur- murder mystery um, where a former detective gets killed in the woods. Um, my name is um, Miriam B. Margaret. Um, um, my favorite book um, is um, Castle in the Attic. Um, the um, my challenge about um, my story is about a boy who's like so stubborn in school. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you very much, folks. Let's hear a little bit more about what NaNoWriMo is. So, Noah, can you tell us what is NaNoWriMo? Yeah, I'd be glad to. So, NaNoWriMo is a annual annual event that happens every November, and NaNoWriMo actually stands for National Novel Writing Month. And every month, kids are challenged to write a novel that is at least 15,000 words. And, you know, you just, you know, write your novel, and by the end of the month, you check your progress, and you sort of, you know, you're supposed to have fun with it and be creative. Fantastic. Thank you. That's a really good summary. Um, Nadia, can you tell us what your favorite things about doing NaNoWriMo has been? My favorite thing about doing NaNoWriMo is probably the challenge of getting your goal by the end of the month. For my goal, it's like 5,000 words, and I'm like not even close to it, but I like how it's a challenge to get there. Great, and you enjoy that challenge? Yes. Tell me about how you've been tracking your progress in that. So first, I put it on a Google Doc, then I, put it, then I copy-paste it onto the NaNoWriMo site, and um, the NaNoWriMo site either automatically counts up the words that you have or um, you can manually put it in yourself. Great. And we've been keeping a track on that with our class scoreboard as well, haven't yeah. we? Fantastic. Um, got Maggie here. Maggie, can you tell us what's been the greatest challenge for you with NaNoWriMo? Um, so my, um, my challenge about um, NaNoWriMo is like 
um, achieving the goal because, like, the words are, like, somehow match, yeah. Great, yeah, it seems that's a common theme, a theme that produces some enjoyment but also is a big challenge as well. 15,000 words is many, many pages. Um, Caleb, um, would you recommend um, other schools doing NaNoWriMo? Um, If so, why? So I definitely would, and the reason why is because it gives a student a time to, it gives students time really to like express themselves and have fun through writing while also providing a challenge of a word goal. So it gives you a sense of accomplishment in your novel. Like it's not just like, oh, I threw this together for this assignment. It was like, no, I put time and thought into this and developing it because it's over the period of a month. So you really get the full experience. And at the beginning, you might have a different plan than what actually ends up happening at the beginning. That's for sure what happened for me in my story. And I love that because it's just so fun and, like, it... It's enjoyable to, like, have this story carry you instead of you just, like, carrying the story. Fantastic. And final question for you. Um, If you had one piece of advice to offer a student taking part in NaNoWriMo, what would it be? Always try to hit the daily word goal. Mm -hmm. Even if you feel like you're caught, like, behind by way too much, you got to, or if you're feeling really tired, you got to stick to that goal. Because I didn't. And that made it much harder for me through this. However, I think I still will reach my goal. But now instead of having to do um, like 300 words a day, I'm going to have to do 500 or 750. So it, it's um, don't procrastinate is my one message. <laughs> that sounds like good piece of advice. And you'd agree with that, Noah? Yeah, I'd yeah. definitely. Well, thank you very much um, to our seventh graders. We'll hear a little bit more um, from our eighth graders now. So um, here I've got Megan and Mary Margaret, who are two eighth graders, um, and they're going to be talking to us about um, the Global Read Aloud program, which I've been doing with Refugee um, by Alan Gratz. The global, for the Global Read Aloud program, many schools throughout the world are reading um, Refugee, and they've been put into groups or into pairs so we've been partnered with another school down south um, and we've um, forged relationships with pen pals there and we've been doing various exercises and discussing the book together so Megan can you tell me please what is your favorite moment of refugee so far my favorite um, moment in refugee is when Isabel jumps off uh, their little boat that they made to save Senor Castillo after he fell in and I just thought that was really brave of her. Great. So it was a good role model in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, can you tell us a little bit about some of the exercise um, we've been doing in class and then some of the exercises we've been doing to get to know our pen pals a little bit? Yeah. So some of the exercises we've been doing is cla- in class, as we've been doing, we've done, we have done different stations around the classroom um, as Miss LaFroy is reading out chapters to us, and we just sort of track what the characters are doing and we've also been like physically tracking the characters on a map we have in the back of the classroom of where they started in their journey and where they're going great thank you tell me about um some other whole school activities we've been doing with the class with that map what else have we been using it for uh we also use that map for like our family's immigration stories not just the characters in the story which is really cool because then we got to see um all our classmates family heritage lovely and what have you been doing with 
the pen pals? So the pen pals, we've been, uh, we wrote emails to them about a little bit about ourselves and what we liked about refugees, and we asked them a few questions. And we've also done Flipgrid videos on, we introduced ourselves and our favorite moments in refugee, what we liked about it, and then we sent it to them, and they sent videos to us about themselves and refugee. Great. So that's been a really effective way of getting to know them a little bit. Um, Mary Margaret, um, I want you to talk a little bit about the Global Read Aloud program. So with the Global Read Aloud program, um, you're read to in a in a class group. You don't go away and read by yourself. Can you talk about what it's like to being read to as a group rather than listening to an audio by yourself? So, okay, so um, I think I really like personally... Um, reading in a group as well as reading alone I think it's really good to read in a group because when you read in a group you get to hear and experience this story um, with a lot of different people and you get to see and learn from their reactions which is I think is really cool great yeah and tell me about how you found um, being read to um, as opposed to like reading the words off the pages yourself um, especially when there's a long school day ahead or um, whenever <laughs> we have our class, um, I think it's kind of calming almost in a sense um, to be read to. I think it's also um, really beneficial for me to hear things that I wouldn't necessarily hear or look for mm. um, when I'm reading alone. Great. Thank you, Mary Margaret. Really interesting responses. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed teaching um, Refugee. It's a very thought-provoking book, um, raising some real-life modern-day issues. Um, And it's been a real privilege to read as a community. It's formed um, a community within our class. Um, And great to hear about um, the students' immigration stories as well. So that's... um, my podcast on NaNoWriMo and the Global Read Aloud with Refugee. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed teaching them and would really recommend them uh, to anyone who would want to do so. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Prose and Context, a podcast from life-giving teaching by the English Department at Lexington Christian Academy. Please subscribe to our podcast and come back again next week.